Hi, it's Mother Ho, and I wanna fuck. Mm. dancing, singing, being safe. I am tired of this pandemic. I'm over it. I don't want to wear masks. I want I want to look cute. I want to look cute. That's what I'm really <laughs> I'm not actually excited to, you know, go places. I'm more excited to just like stunt. Like this mask is just not it for me. Like I like I like to stunt, so it's really, but you know, it's not stopping, it's not stopping my eyes from doing what they doing, but you know what I'm saying, it's like, I wanted to give the full effect when I'm out, so, <laughs> but anyways, anyways, I hope everyone is doing well, and I just want to talk about sex. Let's get into it because I think sex is a topic that I wasn't allowed to delve into when I was younger and it really stunted my growth in terms of in terms of sex. So, and I know that a lot of people have that same journey as well so I just want to I want to talk about it for a second see the effects of of that lack of knowledge you know so one of the first places that I learned some type of uh, sex education was the church I was raised in the church from a little baby <laughs> I am from a Baptist household. Okay, praise the Lord, praise Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, first, I want to say that like my church journey has definitely transformed completely, completely. This last this last year has been a huge eye opener. Um, Cause I told the Lord. I told the Lord, I was like, this life, this can't be it. This cannot be it at all. Like, I can't, I can't live like a woman. I cannot live like a Christian woman. I cannot live like I don't have sexual desires. I can't live like this. I can't live in hiding forever. Like, this is, this is this hurts it hurts and the lord my ancestors they they gave me a way out and i said thank you jesus hallelujah <laughs> and so i left the church that i was at which is my family's church and i love my family's church i have learned so much from my family's church and gotten so much encouragement but you know 
I just needed, I needed a church that understands patriarchy and how that has just made it difficult to be seen in the church. And I needed them to understand how white supremacy has also inflicted our understanding of the church and the Bible. I needed to see that and I didn't. So, but I have found an amazing church that does all those things and incorporates African traditions and that has taught me so much about getting in connection with my ancestors and it has been absolutely wonderful and I have never felt so much freedom. So anyways, <laughs> so in terms of how this has influenced my, how the church has influenced my view on sex, it was very much like, you know, this is what happens when you get married and that's it. Isn't that lovely? You just get married. You just get married to a man and you live happily ever. And, and that's that. And it's like, listen, who, who is, no, this. Hi, if you want to help support me, please donate to my cash app at BR9121 or my PayPal at Muffin9090. And you can donate to my GoFundMe that I will put in the description. Hope you have a great day. Enjoy the rest of the show. So in terms of how it has influenced my view on sex, it was very much, you know, you do it when you get married and that's it. And it's like... One, I have sexual desires. <laughs> like, how are we just like living? No, let me not say that because some people don't don't like sex. You know what I'm saying? And or don't want to engage in that. And that's completely valid. I'm just saying for the people who do, which was me, <laughs> like how in the world is anyone going that long? Because who's getting married young anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I knew, I knew I was not getting married young because let me say let me say this I knew I was getting married young once I hit 18 I was like okay no and that's when I thought I was only gonna be with men I was like mm -mm. <laughs> no <laughs> no thank you but so and, and 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 there was no type of talk about masturbation it was just it was just you have sex with your partner and you can you can already tell how that just manifested in a whole bunch of shame. I didn't touch my vagina until I was in college. Like, 
no exploration no like what does this do i i'm going to be honest i just learned the terms of the of the vagina so it's like oh my goodness like i'm just supposed to wait like 50 years <laughs> to have sex when i have when i have these desires and and now i'm just feeling with so much guilt and shame like i used to read like uh first corinthians 6 when they talk about sexual sexual desire and how you should stay away from it and it's like i just i just want to hug myself back then because if i knew what i knew now and how i'm just how i was just normal and that these that these desires should have been talked through you know it was very it was very hard it was very hard to feel complete and to feel like i was worthy because one i was i had my first time was in ninth grade so <laughs> yeah that was that was hard to understand because no one around me was talking about it no one talking about it in depth and like in terms of family it's like i i saw my dad flirt with my mom like it was very <laughs> they they nasty um <laughs> i saw that but again it was like what you do when you're married and but then i knew that they had sex before that they were married because they had children and it's always like you know that was back when i was a sinner blah 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 and it's like we just we just correlated sin and sex so much, so much. That was the only way I thought of sex was just a sin. It's a sin that you should stay away from. You don't, don't try not to think about it because it will overtake you. It will, it will be, it'll be the the bane of your existence if you get into it early you're gonna ruin yourself blah 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 and it's like oh my little god can we like back up for a second you know what i'm saying like <laughs> let's back up for a second because who is not fucking i just want to know who was not fucking and did it ruin your life did it ruin your life no the Lord's probably like, thank you. Thank you. Do you feel, do you feel the presence of God? Like genuinely, genuinely. Oh my God. When I had my first orgasm, I was like, this is, this is, oh my God. This is really, this is really what I've been missing. This is really that. So, child. And it wasn't, and it wasn't having sex it was masturbation <sighs> no penetration and that's and that's a whole nother thing okay that's a whole nother thing so 
Yeah, it was just between married people. <laughs> and then I guess you just figure it out. Like, if you if you put two people together who waited till marriage, and this is not like going on people who have waited on marriage because I love that for you. I love that you did that. But it's like, you're still gonna have to learn about sex, you know? You're still gonna have to, if you like it, and I wanted to learn about it. So yeah. And that and another place where I should have learned was schools. Like they didn't do really sh- they didn't do shit either. <laughs> like it was it was usually talked about in health class and not everyone had health. I did not have health any year of high school. Um, no band kid did and band kids were the main people fucking I'm just putting that out there I don't know what it was but we was out here and we probably could have benefited greatly from a sex talk let me tell you that (laughs) okay but yeah it was like it was it was something that you talked about in health class and then but then it, it wasn't in depth like there was just a lack of resources, lack of objectivity and compassionate teaching. You know, it should have been a place where students can talk about sex freely and without judgment. But it was it was just coded in personal beliefs. It was maybe coded in um, they didn't want like backlash from parents. But it's like, our sexual health should exceed any type of belief. You know what I'm saying? So, because we were, because a lot of us were having sex. A lot of us were having sex. And and where we didn't learn from adults who knew about sex or, or knew from their experiences, we learn from each other. Like, we're gonna share stories. But if we're not learning from experienced people, from knowledgeable people, then of course you can see that there are consequences in that. And what schools are teaching was straight as hell. <laughs> like, probably learned about just penetration of a penis, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what dental dams were until until college. Um, excuse me, something popped up. And this is not to correlate penis with man, but that's exactly what they were doing. Like, if you if you're a man, you have a penis, like, it was it wasn't with a queer perspective at all and i think queering everything is so so important queer is just not about being gay it's about moving away from these social constructs that hinder people's freedoms like let's let's look at other people's perspectives and not just Sally and Mark. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, over that. Over that. So, I just grieve so much for my younger self, so much for my friends, so much for all the people in that school, in our schools that were having sex and didn't have nowhere to go. We could have avoided so much if we were just given a place to talk, a place to be, a place to be supported. Experience was not enough for me to feel and be safe. It was not. Not talking about it did not stop me from doing it. It did not help me to be safe. And another thing is that it didn't teach us None of these institutions that I mentioned taught us informed consent. <laughs> you know, like, imagine how strengthened girls and people who don't identify as boys could have felt in their bodily autonomy if they knew that they could have said no. We could have said no. Either at the start, during. Imagine if we were given that information because so much of what we were seeing is that we were just supposed to take it. We were supposed to like it. We were just supposed to like whatever was given to us. And boys were taught that, yeah, you just you just, just want to fuck everyone, fuck everything. You know, it didn't help no one. It taught girls and people who are raises girls, especially to just do, <laughs> just go. And it's like, no. We needed, we needed, we needed to feel, what's the word? We needed to feel, like I said, strengthened, encouraged. <laughs> And another thing, I don't think adults were ready to hear that we liked it. I don't think they know they knew what to do with that information. Because at least for my peoples, <laughs> like you don't you were not supposed to. You're supposed to wait till you're married. But I, and I did talk to my mom about this and I finally told her, you know, I'm not a virgin or whatever. And she was like, yeah, I know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so, and that's the thing. It's like, so if y'all know, if y'all know that 
it's normal not to wait till you're married if you choose to, then why are you still pushing so much shame on us to not like it, to not engage in it? (laughs) Why? It will only just turn into what it is now. It's just a cycle of misinformation that could have been stopped. And, you know, I have compassion because as a black woman, my mom, like, they were not allowed to. They were not allowed to. I just refuse to pass that shame. I refuse because it just it just stops us from healthy habits, healthy behavior. And like I mentioned before, it's like where I didn't I didn't learn sex from there, but I definitely learned sex from other students and porn. (laughs) Like porn, porn can, it can go left or it can go right. And that is the issue. There is a lot of porn that fetishizes pedophilia that fetishizes uh, so many things and so many beauty standards. And that is not a place for a child to learn about sex. And when I say porn, I usually mean like what Pornhub suggests because like there are many sex workers who do not, you know, um, engage in harmful behaviors and that try to raise awareness about these issues. But you can definitely see what is quote unquote profitable for the big, the big porn names is what I'm saying. And that is what should not be taught to children. You know what I'm saying? Whew, child, but we can get into porn another episode. I would love to delve deep into it, especially since now I'm in the porn industry. So that's been really fun and <laughs> Really great to really great to navigate and to just do what I want and yeah, feel good. But yeah, so I'm also glad that I had YouTube where I could learn from sex therapists and from 
people who were involved in the sex industry like i i love i love research and that's the sagittarius in me i will find out an answer okay i will find out an answer give me a question i will find the answer <laughs> so <laughs> so if you need if you need some inspiration if you need some a place to to get real life experience, go to YouTube. Change your life. And I'm pretty sure y'all know this, but I just want y'all to know that sex sex tube is there, is thriving. Cause you know YouTube, they'll they'll shut they'll shut anything down that has to do with sex. So I'm just making sure y'all know that it is still there, still thriving and helping people with their sexual journey. So the question for the collective I have is, I'm really interested in how parents, teachers, therapists, who are aware of our current sex education, teach younger people who are asking these questions and navigating sex. Because I know that when I talk to my younger siblings, I try to include informed consent. I try to include um, that it's nothing to be ashamed of. So I want to know how everyone else is, how everyone else is doing and trying to stop this cycle. Because I believe we can do it. I believe that we have the resources if we just have the faith for real. And if you know anyone in your community who don't have the resources, how are we how are we giving it to them? How are we caring for our community's sexual health? So in terms of how I feel about sex now, it has definitely had its ups and its downs. From hypersexuality to do not look at me, do not touch me. I just wanna be. It has definitely been that. But I I have found what balance looks like for me. And I'm grateful that I listened and continuing to listen to my body <laughs> because I, I know I know when I actually want to have sex and when I want to distract myself. That's what I'm gonna say. But um, yeah, it's something I I still struggle with. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but but I'm getting, I'm getting to where I need to go. I'm getting to where I need to go, finding balance, nurturing the sides of myself that weren't. And that can be very heavy. <laughs> it took, it takes a lot of prayer, takes a lot of journaling, takes a lot of sitting at your altar and just always 
just always trust your intuition, trust your ancestors, and know that you should always feel good in your body. Try to make you feel safe in your body, whatever that looks like for you. Make sure that you feel safe. And so, yeah. One way I have, I've always nurtured my sexual side was by taking pictures. I love taking nudes. That is, that is the tea for me. I think nudes and videos, it will just, I'm just like, oh, oh my God, you just so, mm. like, <laughs> it's really, it really does something. It really does something. So if you, if you want to explore, if you want to have fun, please, please, please take pictures, take videos. Okay. Remember that you are. You are, you are the shit and you deserve to feel pleasure. You deserve that. If nobody else told you, let me tell you, you deserve pleasure. Listen, find you, find you a good sex toy. And we could talk about (laughs) my journey with sex toys because my oh my that is not a regulated um industry so please do your research when you get when you buy a sex toy make sure it is a good material that will not mold oh my gosh my 18 year old self god bless her (laughs) god bless her because we were learning but yeah so i would recommend silicone glass it's not as scary as you think i was like glass what the fuck but no it's good um (laughs) a nice cool you could put it in the fridge you could heat it up you could do whatever you want to do yeah do that please do that so yeah just remember that like sex should be fun i mean sex don't sex don't always got to be so damn serious like you know what i'm saying you should be able to laugh if you want to laugh like i can't i'm not i i can't be that serious all the time i am serious all the time but i can't be serious all the time (laughs) like please just have fun know that what you're doing is holy is amazing is good for your body you know everything in moderation but you know fuck when you want to fuck feel that and there is sex magic that you can do as well i'm i'm just getting into it but please learn from from any spiritualist that you know that you trust and get into it you know experiment do what you do what you do what you need to do to feel good okay that's my two cents for today <laughs> so as we come to a close i think that we should listen to a song called grieving by kalani i love changing perspectives of songs you know whatever feels whatever feelings come up for me for a song 
you know, I'll change an interpretation of the song. I talk more about that on my Patreon that you can follow, but yeah, Grieving by Kalani was a really good song for me in terms of breaking away from any person or thing that wasn't for my highest good. And and grieving all of the spaces that I needed that weren't there for me. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you listen to it. And in the way that feels right for you. So be well. I love you. Okay, bye.